This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Patterson Program, where you'll learn how to improve your health from the inside out. And now, your host, Clint Patterson. Thanks for joining us today. Well, we've got a guest coming back for this episode because he's got another update and it was so heartwarming and wonderful to receive this update. I thought, why not reach out to him again and get him to share this update with us so everyone can listen and uh, be inspired. So Sean's back on the call. We spoke at length last time about all the challenges that he had been through. He previously was on maximum dose of methotrexate, was also on sulfasalazine and also on Plaquenil. He's now off all those medications and he just had a fabulous last consultation with his rheumatologist. So, Sean, welcome back. You've got so much great news to share with us, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it's been great, Clint. So, yeah, things are going really well and, yeah, pain's, pain's gone away and, yeah, yeah right, right on track. So, yeah, it's, it's going really well. Well, as I just said, you know, like this good news needs to be shared because it's so inspiring and we only read about online negativity and it can't be done and diet doesn't work and you'll be on medications for the rest of your life. And it's just so negative that when we have these good stories, I want to share them to as many possible people. And so that's why I wanted to, to get you back. So for those people who haven't listened to your previous episode, which I suggested everyone do, can you just refresh our memories, even if we have listened to it, and just give us like a one-minute recap of where we got up to last time we spoke? Yeah, so probably uh, end of 2013, I was diagnosed with um, RA. Yeah, got on to see the rheumatologist. It was sort of like the desperate message to, to see him. Yeah, went through the whole regime with him, you know, the, you know, the quarterly or well, three-monthly visits. And, you know, when virtually got onto the maximum dose of methyltrexate, the 25 milligrams, I was on the salazine and the Plaquenol. Yeah, so, you know, I, I don't know what the, the Plaquenol and the salazine was the maximum dosage, but, you know, I was right up there. So, and as I said in my previous podcast, um, went on the cruise and, you know, <laughs> eating all the wrong foods, as we know. And, yeah, just in that massive pain. So, you know, got back from the cruise and, it was sort of, you know, desperate measures because I was just in so much, you know, so much pain and um, that's when I came across your program and, you know, just probably what, you know, gradually over the 12 months, you know, you know, reducing and reducing the medication and until today <laughs> with my last visit to the uh, rheumatologist yeah. on uh, Tuesday. Okay. Well, sensational. So by this point, you're off all your medications, right? And I just want to you know, ensure people understand that you worked with your doctor to do this and on the occasions where you may have been a little bit more aggressive with your reductions, that's something obviously that, that's not the practice that we recommend. But look, let's be honest, that's what you did at some times, if I'm correct. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, we sort of I worked together with a rheumatologist and, yep. yeah, he came through and, you know, he also said, well, you know, okay, we'll, we'll keep you off that and sort of just kept on moving forward from then. 
Yeah, beautiful. All right. Well, this is now the juicy bit that I want us to to get into. You shared on my website about how it all went down. I want to hear it in person and and walk us through it. So you've gone in there for your for your regular checkup, and you've got uh, no medications. And so walk us through how this went. Okay. So my last visit six months ago, he he, he gave me a, a script to go and you know go and get some X rays of my hands and feet. So yeah, I got all those done. Yeah, took them in to him. Um, he did a full full blood test. Yes, I went in to see him, looked at the blood tests and sort of went, yep, yep, all good. He also did the rheumatoid factor and I, I spoke to him about that and he said it, it's actually, it was actually higher than when I first went to see him, the rheumatoid factor. He said that's up but he sort of said, look, we could, have a, we could go for the same test tomorrow and it, it could be totally different. So he didn't really, you know, he, he wasn't concerned about the rheumatoid factor. All, all he said was, you know, you've got rheumatoid arthritis, you know, that's it. But he was happy with all the, the blood results. Okay, so this is Tuesday, right? So rheumatoid factor was, was higher than what it was when you originally diagnosed, but the doctor said, look, it fluctuates like crazy. So all it means is that you have the disease and that's about all it tells us. Yes. That's exactly what my rheumatologist said as well. My rheumatologist used to say, look, all it is is an indicative test. We do it once at the start. We know then that we can officially diagnose you with rheumatoid. But after that, then it's not something that we ever need to check again. And all he wanted to look at after that was the inflammation levels and, you know, examine my fingers and everything else. And uh, and yeah. an important factor in what we're trying to achieve here, we're not trying to get rid of rheumatoid arthritis so that we show that we actually have never had it and that, that rheumatoid factor and CCP in the normal range because I'm not actually sure if that's possible. What we want to do is show no inflammation, have no physical symptoms, and ideally do that without being on any medications, if at all possible. And I think, you know, that should be the goal. Okay, tell us what else you found in the blood tests. Yeah, so he moved on from the blood test. Um, I had my last visit, I got the x-rays out. He had a look at the x-rays and he sort of sat there and he, he had put them up on his screen and he, he looked at them and he looked at them very closely. And, you know, as you know, every visit you have to the rheumatologist, it's always been bad news. <laughs> and, yep. uh, and I'm thinking, oh, no, you know, he's looking at these x-rays like, you know, going through and sorting each one, looking at the hands. And he was really closely looking at them. And I'm, I was sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, what's what's he looking at? Like, oh, what's wrong? <laughs> and um and then he grabbed the X-ray report out. He, he read through that, and then he he started to get the. I had. I wasn't too sure. I thought I'd take my old X-rays back from uh, 2013, and he he said he grabbed those out and he put those up and he had a close look. But then he started, you know, he he got you know the left hand and he got the left hand of the new X-ray and he started really closely looking at them. So I asked him the questions of you know, hey, what what are you looking at? And he he showed me the. Um, degeneration of the joint like where it's you know eroded badly or not badly but you can see the erosion in there and then he started started pointing out in the new x-ray where he can see improvement in the joint yeah that's phenomenal yeah where the dark he said look this is the dark areas where the erosion is and there was the light he said look this is like regrowth in the in the lighter areas of the x-rays so he said look there is there is improvement all along, he kept on saying to me, you're a miracle, you're a miracle. <laughs> so, <laughs> How about that? Um, he says, look, I only really see these results in people on methyltrexate, like the improvements. So 
I mean, I mean, I've been totally off the methyltrexate. I mean, 100% off the methyltrexate now since you know January, first of January, yeah, uh, 2016. Right, and as a timestamp, we're now in what we're at the end of October 2016. So it's like nine or ten months since you've been off that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the miracle is not bad being called a miracle case, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we just sort of went along and said, yeah, about the miracle. Um, and then sort of went from there, he, he really, he asked me about the, you know, the diet again, you know, what, you know, what I was avoiding and I told him I was, you know, plant-based and, you know, avoid the, you know, the animal proteins. I and mean, he just said to me, he said, look, the best thing you can do is just stick to what you're doing. And then he said, look, no need to come back and see me. He said, but, you know, if, if inflammation comes back and the pain comes back, look, definitely come back and see me and make an appointment. But just in his mannerism, he's, he's very, he was very confident that he probably won't see me again. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mate, how does, yeah. That, how does that feel? Yeah, yeah, it just feels great. I mean... As you know, every every visit you have to the rheumatologist, it's just, it was just a negative and you sort of walk out there, you know, head down. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, oh, no, it's just, all, it's just all bad news when you go to the rheumatologist. Like, you know, you're going to be on these drugs for the rest of your life, you know. Mm. Yeah. And, and that, that's it. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's really, really daunting when you have to go and see your rheumatologist. The first time I went, first of all, I had to wait two to three months to get my first visit and you go in there with this grand expectation that it won't be what you've heard that it'll be like in terms of maybe my condition's not as bad as other people and uh, maybe I won't need all these drugs. And in my first meeting ever, there was a discussion straight away about methotrexate. And as I say in my keynote presentations at health conferences and stuff, I say that in the first meeting, he said, oh yeah, you know, we normally treat the disease very aggressively from the start. And the first thing that we'd like to put you on or I want to put you on is methotrexate, which is uh, a cancer drug, a chemo drug. It'll cause great amount of fatigue. It's very toxic, so you'll need liver tests every single month. And uh, whilst on this drug, you won't be able to have children. And uh, he said, why don't we get started straight away? And I'm like, you know, well, it does sound attractive, but I need some time to think about it. And that's when I, you know, went away and, and tried my own thing, which in hindsight, was not wise because it wasn't until several years did I start to make all the discoveries and and connections that enabled me to start lowering my pain naturally. So in the first year, without being on the drugs, you know, I did very poorly. So if you are doing things naturally, but you're doing the wrong things and you don't have any medications, that's a worst case scenario. That's why you know, you've got to be very careful that you're doing the right things with your eating and dietary and exercise habits. Um, if you're not on the medications. In fact, even if you're on the medications, just so that you don't need more and more medications, right? Because we know that many of these start to wear off with time and become less effective. So, mate, that's absolutely sensational. And uh, I just want to also find out, uh, did you talk to him about telling other people about what you've done? And did he want to take some notes? And did he want to get you to, I don't know, like, if I was a rheumatologist, I'd say to you, how about I get a lot of my patients together and you come and you give a presentation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wish he would do that, but, you know, somehow I just don't think it's going to happen. He did, um, he said, he spoke about the, the study, I think the Waterfast study. He said, look, the only, the only result, the only studies that he's seen is people not eating. And he said, you know, 
<laughs> you won't live too long <laughs> not yeah. eating. So he said that's the only the only thing that's out there that, that you know you can see these results with. Yeah, and that's just not true. You know, it's just a shame that that. Well, first of all, he gets at least more marks than the average rheumatologist because a lot of them don't even know that study. A lot of them just say, "Look, there's no." data-driven results that show that diet plays a positive impact on rheumatoid arthritis. That's the most common exact phrase. No data-driven results. That's just not true. The studies are out there. I've got them all in the program and I'm creating this guide for rheumatologists, which might just get rolled into the the, the published book that I'm putting together because it's it's doubling up my work. So I'm just going to publish my book in the next few months and then that that contains it all and the rheumatologist can just read the book, right? So we're not having multiple documents. But, yeah, uh, just more motivation for me to, to keep working hard and <laughs> get things finished and get it out there. So, um, and mate, did you tell him, have you ever mentioned in my program and have you told him to, to look at it? Yeah, I mentioned your program. I asked if he, he heard of it. He, he hadn't heard of it. Uh, when I started talking about it, he he said, "Oh, look, probably more than likely you didn't have you didn't have RA." He says, "There's a lot of people out there that have been diagnosed with it and that they haven't got it, and you know, and you know how they are with their time. They sort of don't in sort of encourage any further further conversation. So they sort of do try. You know, they've got this method of you know cutting the conversation yeah. short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's true because it's an area of expertise that you know it's just not an area of expertise, is it? And uh, I guess there are." You know, and I saw this myself when I was looking for help with my condition. There's so many different opinions of ways to do things from people who don't sort of have any qualifications or any kind of hard data on their actual results that they've achieved themselves. And so it is confusing out there. And when you've got so much sort of momentum behind bad approaches, you know, like paleo approaches and other and high fat low carb diets at the moment it's like just yeah. the major trend it's really hard to cut through that and get to the truth and to get to the truth that can create results that are long term and lasting and not just for a year or so which many other approaches can do so mate look i'm i'm really grateful that you uh shared that with us and uh i know that uh we have to stick with these things you know it's now the sort of thing well you've been given the all clear and uh, the goal is now to be able to, you know, not see a rheumatologist again for a long time. It's been about four to five years since I've seen mine. And I've the only times I've thought about, and it's been rare, the only times I've thought about going and seeing him again is to go and help him understand what needs to be done. I've never felt even a remote need to see him for his expertise you know, from a rheumatology point of view. But uh, I do, you know, hope at one point to be able to have either himself or, or a bigger audience of rheumatologists to speak in front of or work with or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. but uh, at the end, he's, he, he virtually certified me. He says, yes, you definitely have <laughs> rheumatoid arthritis. And he said, uh, if I were you, like, go and put yourself on the internet. <laughs> go put yourself on the internet yeah so awesome mate so congratulations um i think this is just a a short episode for everyone to get some inspiration and to see that it is possible it is possible to be on the common medications at maximum dose and be able to get off those medications safely working with your rheumatologist 
and the rheumatologist to pat you on the back and say, you're a miracle. And um, I think miracle just means extreme dedication to an end result. You need a little bit of luck on your side because I know a lot of people have worked tremendously hard to try and achieve the results that you have and are still on their journey after many years. So you need a little luck on your side with the sort of particulars that you have wrong on the inside in your intestines. I don't think you take 100 people and they do exactly what you did with your changes. Um, You're not going to get 100 people get the results that you have. So you've also been blessed a little bit in that sense. But that doesn't mean that uh, the rewards are any less deserved and uh, and that you haven't done all this through hard work and effort. So well done, mate. Yeah, and as you said before, you know, I, you know, I could probably switch it on tomorrow, like just go back and eat the wrong foods because you know I think now my body, you know, I'll eat something like the other day I, you know, I had my, I had a salad and I thought oh I got one of those you know those wraps you buy at the supermarket and you know garlic wrap and. You know, I wrapped my salad in that and ate it. You know, it was nice at the time. But, you know, afterwards, I, you know, I could feel, I thought, oh, you know, you know, that just didn't, just doesn't feel right. Something, you know, something there just didn't, didn't feel right. So I thought, well, you know, that's just something to avoid, avoid in the future. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like just for example, almost exactly the same as that. Yesterday when I was traveling back from Melbourne after giving my presentation, I was at the airport and Hot chips used to be something that would smash me because of the vegetable oils that they use in the deep fryer. And so what I did yesterday, I'm at the airport, but I know that I can eat them now, but I know that they're not good for my for my body. So I had a bag of pre-washed supermarket baby spinach and I traveled with it and I sat there and on one hand, I'm eating baby spinach out of a bag and on the other hand, I'm eating my hot chips because I knew that I can just offset any of the problems with my baby spinach. So that's what I do as well, because I don't want to take any risks or um, do things that I know are not friendly for the digestive system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we do some weird things, but we, we get the life that we want as a result. So, you know, everything, uh, it comes back to the pain of discipline versus the pain of regret, doesn't it? Yes, and yeah, that's the big, the big motivator, isn't it? The pain you sort of, you just, you just don't want to go back there. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So it's nothing to wrap a burrito in some green leaves or to to have a little bit of salad with um, with some hot chips. So, mate, thank you very much. I'll let you get back to enjoying your beautiful Saturday morning, and uh, I hope everyone listening has been inspired and motivated once again to keep up the hard work because there is a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So thanks very much, Sean. Most definitely. All right. Yeah, thank, and thanks for just getting your program out there, Clinton. You know, it's just, I think it's just what everyone needs and just to, just to stay on track, you know, just, you know, stick it out. Like, you know, do it, you know, just stick to it for one month and just, you know, see, see the results, you know. And that was, in the beginning, that was my, you know, I said to my wife, you know, I'm going to do the, I'll do this for a month, you know, I'll just stick it out. And, you know, as each day went by, you know, slowly slowly you could sort of see that you know something was changing so from then on you know i've just stuck just stuck to it yep brilliant brilliant mate we'll keep it up so and i've still got i still keep my mementos (laughs) as my memory (laughs) you drive hold them up there they're still full (laughs) (laughs) no i get it you know 
Oh, can, yeah, so I, like, can, I can relate. <laughs> Chucking the drugs, I love it. I yeah. love it. That's yeah. fantastic. Another one. Another one. <laughs> oh, man, they're everywhere. you got lots of those bottles. So, yeah, yeah I think it is. No, you saved yourself a small fortune. I mean, that last, you know, the last visit to the rheumatologist, $140, and, you know, yeah, Medicare give you the whatever it is, $65 back. Yeah. yeah. And then the drugs on top of that. So really, you know, your program is, you know, <laughs> a small investment. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're putting money back in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. No, great. Yeah, no, that's great. No, I love the pill throwing. That's awesome. we got to do that more often. <laughs> oh no good on you sean thanks very much mate and uh i'm sure we'll chat again down the track yeah all right thanks very much clem all the best you've been listening to the patterson program for more information visit pattersonprogram.com <laughs>